We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Welcome to the BCP podcast. Big hug to all of y'all. We've seen over and over again, I've played on this BCP podcast and my other shows previously several times in which Joe Biden admits to putting the squeeze on Shokin, holding the billion dollar doggy bone so that they would fire Shokin, who was looking into Burisma, where his son worked. I mean, Joe Biden admitted to this. Nothing. There's going after Trump. Okay, so ad nauseum, we can talk about some other time the hypocritical treatment. We talk about that a lot, but that's not what I want to concentrate on right now. What I want to concentrate on right now are huge evidence coming out that it's not even impeachment at this point, folks. It's treason. Absolute treason. But of course... He'll get away with it for Joe Biden. The fake president will get away with it for a myriad of reasons. Part of it probably because now it's just established that the guy's just got dementia and they'll let him off even if just on that. So why am I mentioning what he said to the Council of Foreign Relations? Because look what he just said right now. I've been saying for, not just me, but a lot of us have been saying since the very beginning, the Inflation Reduction Act, the IRA, was a misnomer. It was misnamed. It was the Green New Deal. And that's exactly what Joe Biden admitted to today, Tuesday, delivering remarks on his administration's effort to lower health care costs. It happened in the East Room. He himself told us that the Inflation Reduction Act was misnamed. Two weeks ago, we celebrated the first anniversary of the Inflation Reduction Act, which in a sense is misnamed. We did lower inflation, but there are many other things in that legislation. It's the Green New Deal. It's Obamacare amendments. It's all kinds of stuff that actually adds inflation, doesn't lower inflation, but it's really just just a name to cover all of the other socialist programs within that act. All right, folks, let's get into the big story of the day. Let's get right into it. James Comer, five thousand emails found of Joe Biden using his pseudonym, his fake email account with his pseudonym, conducting all kinds of business, government and otherwise. The National Archives just found more than 5,000 emails connected to President Biden, uh, Vice President Biden, I should say, apparently showing he used a number of different pseudonyms when he was the VP. The chairman of the House Oversight Committee is James Comer, and he joins me now. Congressman, why would Biden use pseudonyms? Any idea? Why would Hillary Clinton use a private server? So we don't know what they're really doing, so they can hide. It's just very obvious. Why does he have 20 shell companies when he has no legitimate business? I'm talking about former vice president and today fake president and former Senator Joe Biden. 
to hide what they're actually doing. It's obvious. It's so obvious it pains me to even have to say it. That's a great question. Why would he set up with his family 20 shell companies? Uh, why would they be receiving payments from foreign nationals from Romania, China, Ukraine, and Russia? You know, these are questions that every American should have, and that's what our investigation of Joe Biden's all about. A few things I want to point out here before we go back to James Comer and the redactions and Devin Archer and all the information that James Comer in the House Oversight already has because of his conversations and his depositions and what have you. First of all, just like Hillary Clinton and her 3,000 emails and her private server is to circumvent things like the National Archives even having this information. We can't get FOIA requests because we can only FOIA requests our Freedom of Information Act from government emails. We can't, they, those can't be requested because they're on a private server. They have to be subpoenaed and you don't even know about them. And the second point, talking about knowing, having knowledge, is the fact that there has been a media blackout of Biden's use of the pseudonyms to hide his communications with Hunter Biden. What do we have here? We, we had James Comer saying it's something that every American should know. Most Americans don't even know about the pseudonyms if they don't watch at least Fox News. We have this uh, from MRC, who tracks like media reporting. ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, and MSNBC have had little to no coverage of Biden's use of pseudonyms. Pseudonyms, excuse me. Fake names, aliases, real cloak and dagger stuff, real corruption, and America is not aware of it. Luckily, most of America, uh, I think now, is getting their news from other sources than just ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC, but they still, unfortunately, even though their ratings are going down, they're still very effective in pushing the narrative and fake propaganda and fake news. You don't believe me? Listen to your friends, family, and neighbors who are regurgitating the same speaking points of these networks. All right, so we have Joe Biden admitting, right, uh, to the CFR. We have the discovery of these emails. And of course, we have had Joe Biden the whole time saying, I never spoke to my son about uh, his business practices. Then they kind of change it. He never was involved in his son's businesses. But the problem is they're mutual partners. First of all, we had Tony Bobolinsky during the 2020 election. And then recently we had Devin Archer spilling the beans and telling us exactly how these things operate. And Joe being very active in the family, uh, in the Biden brand. Let's just call it the Biden brand. Have you got access to the unredacted documents from the National Archives showing these pseudonyms? We have requested the unredacted documents, and it's very important because we believe there may be some redactions as to who was copied on those emails where Joe Biden was using a pseudonym, particularly in the case of Ukrainian policy, Stuart. So this is of the utmost importance to our national security. Not only was Joe Biden using pseudonyms, he was copying his son on some of those emails that pertain to Ukraine when we had, uh, prior to the pseudonyms becoming public, 
a, a transcribed interview with Devin Archer, who was on the board of Burisma, the, the corrupt Ukrainian energy company, uh, along with uh, the president's son. He testified that uh, the owners of Burisma were squeezing Hunter Biden to call Washington to get help to fire the prosecutor, Shokin, who was investigating Burisma for corruption. So along this same time period, uh, we found a pseudonym where he copied Hunter Biden, and uh, it would lead one to believe that this was Joe Biden's way of uh, copying Hunter Biden to say, okay, send it to the Burisma owners and tell them help is on the way. And five days later, Joe Biden flew to Ukraine hmm. to begin the process of firing the prosecutor in exchange for American tax dollars in the form of foreign aid. Said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours. I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid at the time. Even though that Joe Biden Council Foreign Relations clips, uh, clip is out there, I've saved it on my hard drive because you never know when they're going to scrub that from the internet. Besides having that absolute admittance right there, we're supposed to believe that it never happened. And Joe Biden has repeated the lie several times that he never spoke or had any kind of communication with his son about his business at Burisma. I mean, even at times, I got to find this clip, even at times he'd get mad and, and angry and ornery and belligerent and defensive about that. Were you involved? Were no, you involved I wasn't. And I don't know. Were you? No. Okay, and now there's rumors, there's talk of a possible government shutdown. Isn't that timing possibly fortuitous and serendipitous for the Bidens? Any any type of shutdown would, Stuart, interfere with our investigation. Any excuse the Biden administration can give not to be transparent with the House Oversight Committee, they're going to take that. All right, and guess what? That's not all. It gets juicier. Greg Kelly talking about a big problem that Joe Biden has on the way. That the big guy's big mouth may get him in trouble. Well, I not say may get him in trouble because he's Teflon Joe. They call Donald Trump Teflon Don. He keeps getting away with nothing. Uh, he gets getting away with all these nothing, nothing and sham impeachments and indictments because he hasn't done anything wrong. The real Teflon guy is Joe Biden, protected by the intelligence community and everyone else that that controls him for his mirrored crimes. But like we have him on tape with the Council of Foreign Relations, something may be dropping here very shortly that is going to absolutely decimate everything. Or it would be, or that would be the case if it were anybody else. Here's Greg Kelly on his show. But he hasn't seen the half of it yet. There is an audio tape, I am told, by people in the know, uh, not necessarily in government, not necessarily out of government. I can't say too much. Um, but there is incontrovertible evidence of Joe Biden's corruption that is about to be made public. It's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen before Labor Day. But it will happen sometime between Labor Day and Halloween. This tape will be made public. 
I'm not sure by what entity at this point, but once it is heard, Joe Biden will have, well, he'll have only two options. Number one, he will not be able to remain a candidate for the presidency for re-election. It will be over and done with. The only thing that he might be able to do potentially, but probably not, is remain as president. I am told this tape is that incriminating and they're worried about it right now at the White House. They know about it. They know it's out there. There may be more than one and it makes a lot of sense. All right, let's unpack this. This is a audio tape. This is an, an audio recording of Joe Biden saying something so incriminating that the White House knows about it. They are worried about it. And when it drops, the minimum he'll be able to do is finish out his term. He won't be able to run again. Now, we don't know who has it. Greg Kelly says it doesn't know if it comes from the government or outside the government or whatever. Could be white hats, if you want to think of it that. Could be good guys in the NSA. Could be bad guys. Could be the CCP. Could be, I mean, Joe Biden is controlled and compromised by so many different factions. The CCP, the intelligence community, uh, the establishment the Obama Soros people. It could be that Joe Biden has run his course and now it's time to put in uh, Gavin Newsom or have Kamala Harris uh, be a placeholder. And interestingly enough, according to Greg Kelly, once again, this is conjecture, right? Greg Kelly says it's going to happen sometimes between Labor Day and Halloween. Are they maybe going to see what happens with Trump's indictments? Are they maybe going to time this revelation? I mean, who is this information coming from? Is it coming from our side or their side? If our side has it and it hasn't been released yet, then that makes me suspicious that it's probably coming from the establishment side and they're going to want to get rid of Joe Biden, but they're trying to time it. They're trying to time it. So it's going to come out, but it sounds like just my initial gut reaction is it's not coming necessarily from good guys. Why wouldn't they drop it already? Are they waiting for a comer to reveal some other stuff? And then that that recording will be confirmation of information we haven't seen yet. That's a possibility. Lots of possibilities here, folks. What are your thoughts? Please put it down below. When it does come out, though, they can just say that, you know what? You're right. Actually, they're not going to say you're right. They're going to say, oh, guess what we just discovered? Joe Biden has dementia. And because of the 25th Amendment, he can't serve anymore. And then they'll whisk him away. Maybe that's what's going to happen when this comes out. And maybe what happened today will be evidence of that. This is uh, what Joe Biden said about him being a warrior for civil rights. Pause for just a moment. I thought things had changed. I was able to literally, not figuratively, talk Strom Thurmond into voting for the, for the Civil Rights Act before he died. And I thought, well, maybe there's real progress. But hate never dies. It just hides. It hides under the rocks. All right. Did he say he never dies or heat never dies? Was he talking about lava? That's not, I mean, we could talk about that in a second. But the problem here is that Joe Biden, this actually didn't happen today, Tuesday, it happened yesterday, Monday. 
Uh, this is him talking uh, at that 60th anniversary of the founding of the Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights. And Thurman voted nay on the Civil Rights Act. Not only did uh, Thurman vote no, he filibustered the Civil Rights Act for over 24 hours. Longer than any other opponent to the Civil Rights legislation. And Thurman didn't die until 20 years ago. 49 years after Joe Biden supposedly convinced uh, South Carolina Senator Strom Thurmond. And also, small little uh, issue here. Joe was only 21 at the time that this was going down. He wasn't even into the U.S. Senate until eight years later. <sighs> Is that they're going to do to get rid of Joe Biden? Leak this audio and then say he's got dementia and whisk him away. Give us Kamala Harris for a little while while they build up Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom's going to look really good after Joe Biden. I mean, Joe Biden has done his part, right? He's destroyed America. Got away with his crimes. They'll just forgive him and say he's got dementia after this information comes out. They'll put Kamala Harris in, who no one likes. And then they'll go, you know what? Sorry, Kamala, you're just burned because you were part of the Biden administration and we just have to bring in Gavin Newsom uh, and uh, Barack Hussein Obama's spouse. I mean, I don't know. These are just ideas, but we're seeing things are brewing. Let's see where this goes. All right, Fox News, interestingly enough, has a breakdown of all the little anomalies going on, not all of them, but many of the anomalies going on in Maui with the Maui fires. Is Jesse Waters and Fox News onto the conspiracy? And are they actually presenting that to audiences and consumers of mainstream media? Hundreds of Americans are still missing after the deadly Maui fires. Many of the missing children. The Hawaii Electric Company was negligent with their downed power lines and are now involved in a cover-up. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that when I watched this clip originally. Jesse, are you guys at Fox News not reporting the fact that, and I don't know who to believe here, but you should mention to your audience that the electric company is saying, uh, no, we didn't cause the fire. The lines were de-energized from the afternoon fires that caused the fires for six to eight hours before these fires even started. So maybe it wasn't the negligent electric company. Now, they have admitted to a fire in the morning, which they said was put out and was reported as being put out by the fire professionals there. And there was relative uh, safety for six to eight hours. The fires, according to the electric company, didn't, the big fires didn't start in the afternoon. But by that time, the down power lines, all the power lines have been de-energized for six to eight hours. So maybe that's part of Fox News' uh, reporting is, let's just say, not completely accurate. Water held back from firefighters. Roads were even blocked, trapping Americans inside the inferno. And FEMA officials have been staying at five-star luxury resorts. But it actually gets worse. The Free Beacon discovered that FEMA 
in the middle of all of this around-the-clock search and rescue recovery mission is telling their workers to focus on diversity training. FEMA is having workers do a three-hour course on equity in the middle of the disaster recovery. The course teaches them how white supremacy is ingrained in nearly every system and an institution in the U.S. It tells its employees that the U.S. is rooted in extreme, extraordinary violence and says that employees must acknowledge that the systemic racism and oppression exist. As white liberals oppress Hawaii and just give them, oh, I don't know, $700 per household while billions go to white Ukrainians who aren't even part of NATO. But it gets worse. Now, when I say Fox News is kind of like red-pilling or letting people know about the, uh, the conspiracy, they're just giving people the dots. They're not connecting them necessarily. They're, they're, they're giving them breadcrumbs. But that's more than, let's say, MSNBC, CBS, NBC, ABC, MSNBC, etc. are doing. So while Hawaiians are missing kids and are prevented from seeing their scorched homes, FEMA officials are staying at the Four Seasons and taking a three-hour course on white supremacy. I hate to tell you, but it actually gets worse. Hawaiians are being evicted from their homes so landlords can cash in. We've been receiving call after call of people who are being asked to be evicted by their landlords. People who are being displaced during a time of emergency when their house was like the only house standing in their neighborhood, simply because the owner of the house realized that their investment is no longer a sound investment. Why are people getting evicted if their homes didn't burn? Well, this is interesting. Less than a month before the fire, the Democrat governor of Hawaii, Josh Green, signed an emergency proclamation concerning Hawaiian real estate. To my knowledge, this was the first emergency proclamation in the country that didn't have a preceding incident. This was just, from my knowledge, was just to streamline development on Maui, and it is allocated all decision-making power to one person, uh, the housing officer of the governor, Nani Medeiros, who's unelected, who can trump every single thing that you do. They're meeting with developers, private, um, private landowners, and not a lot of community. Maui residents say this is highly suspicious. The emergency housing proclamation was declared weeks before the actual emergency created a housing emergency. This emergency proclamation has been described as a gift to developers. Again, this proclamation happened before the Maui fires. Isn't that interesting? In the wake of the devastating fires that have left thousands missing, many of them children, Maui residents are facing another crisis. The emergency proclamation related to housing signed by Governor Green on July 17, 2023, aims to streamline the development process and empower developers and stakeholders to contribute to the creation of more housing opportunities. The emergency proclamation reflects the extensive input from state and county agencies that provided details on process maps, applications, checklists, common areas of approval delays, and recommended touch points for engagement. Through the governor's emergency proclamation, a streamlined process has been place to accelerate housing production while maintaining the highest standards of equality. Now, rightfully so, some residents have described this proclamation as highly suspicious. And I played you that uh, portion there of Jesse Waters' thing where 
some of the residents like, wait a minute, this first emergency proclamation in the county was issued before we even had any sort of emergency. There was no preceding emergency before this was passed. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? And how did Oprah and Bezos and Zuckerberg, who have, I believe some of them, not just have Maui real estate that wasn't affected by this, and but have been even more active as of late in their Hawaiian real estate movements. The residents are apoplectic because of all the emergency powers. They go to a housing czar and residents get no say. Now the residents think developers, government officials, and all those billionaires have bought up land in Hawaii, like Zuckerberg, Oprah, Bezos, are going to take advantage of the devastation. We busted our and this is what we get. Nobody called us. Our phones didn't work from five in the morning. The fire was not 10 o'clock when I went to work. The fire was still there. There was no water. Tell me if that's that's coincidence. No water, no warning. And everybody talking about the satellite city before the fire. Lahaina going to be the first satellite city. Well, hey, Jeff Bezos, you got what you wanted. Oprah, you got what you wanted. And the guy who owns the night, you got what you wanted. That's all over. Now, I'm not going to go as far as to say that Jesse Waters may be the new Tucker Carlson on Fox News. But he even covered the whole smart city conspiracy. Once again, I wouldn't say that he red pill everybody. But he kind of red pill everybody. He's, he's giving the Fox News audience all these bits of information that perhaps they were not aware of. Many of the Maui residents are worried that their town is going to be turned into a smart city. A tech hub where wealthy people work remotely, massive data is collected, and middle class people are priced out. Primetime has no idea what's going on. The governor of Hawaii calls this all a conspiracy theory. But when all of these tragedies and mishaps converge, it leaves vulnerable people searching anywhere for answers. And that's how Fox News and Jesse Waters soft red pills people. Hey, this may not be a conspiracy, but, you know, the people just want to know what's going on and they can believe anything when you see all of these mishaps. I don't know. It smells like conspiracy. Sounds like conspiracy. Smells like conspiracy. Well, damn it. I'm thinking it's a conspiracy.